This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to, whoa, welcome to episode 13 of the Top Rope Review on the Podcast Detroit Network. We are coming to you live from Detroit Sound Studios above Activate Gaming. Will, what are you drinking right now? Oh, that I might am. be Surge. <laughs> Mike, what are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking, uh, what is it? Ooh. Angry Beaver. Angry Beavers. Yeah, they, you switched it on me. Angry Beaver from Falling Down Brewing Company. Uh, it's really good. It's a brown ale. Do you think that's Big Beer Co. Do you think that's uh, named after the, the show? Chinese Nicktoon? I hope so. It has to be. What, Angry Beaver? Yeah. No, it, the first beer was Nice Beaver, which was takeoff from, from 4% from Naked Gun, right? Nice Beaver. And then this was the... Um, they made it twice as strong, and it became the Angry Beaver. Oh, right. cool. I didn't even know the percentage on it. Are, I just, my headphones are real loud. I just put it on. And, um, yeah, it's really good. I like it. Much better. But, um, <coughs> so, yep, we're drinking Falling Down beer, and uh, Will's drinking Surge. And... Thankfully, Will's not drinking Falling Down this time because it usually causes a, a little bit of a. Um, he gets know. kerfuffle. He gets, yeah, it's a kerfuffle. Lies. Exactly. <laughs> They're lying. Lying, lying, lying. What do we got today? So, today we're going to talk about uh, TLC, uh, Tables, Letters, and Chairs, which is on the WWE Network right after our show. Our show. Uh, we're talking about some other WWE news, and then we're also going to recap uh, XICW 203 Hardcore with a Heart, which, which we was attended last week. Last week. We yeah. talked about it at the beginning of last week, and then we went straight from here to uh, the Ritz and Warren. Yeah. And it was fun. We got there just in time for Bell. As a, I mean, drop this, you know, as an XICW fan, right? This is Bob. I'm the play-by-play guy for XICW Best in Detroit shows. Um, how cool was it to see Rhino on Raw? I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. That was you know, awesome. Yeah. Well, Just the day after, and it was exactly. like, why, well, I wonder why Rhino wasn't at that event. And then, as soon as I not, didn't even need to see him walk out, I heard the Rhino music hit, and I was like, I know why he wasn't in Detroit on that Sunday. Makes sense. You know, it's no, funny it so being cool. a. Being a wrestling fan and being actually a personal friend of his, like, I'm not going to lie, I completely marked out. I wasn't expecting it. And he's pretty cool about not telling us, right? And then he comes out and the music hits, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is, I marked out. I stood up, and I'm like, this is awesome. That, that no, was I was really excited. I thought it was going to be, uh, I thought their, their fourth guy was going to be Rob Van Dam. So, so I was really I. excited when it was, when it was Rhino. Hey, still a Michigan own. boy, so. Yeah, so but, I mean, Rhino's are one of our XSCW yeah. guys, so you got to, got to have the love for them. So. That was awesome. I don't know. Maybe excited to see that we posted it, but there's two two funny memes I found on the internet about Rhino's appearance. The first one was just like, I love it when the um, NXT talent gets to make the uh, main roster. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys follow Kayfabe News, which is yes. like s- satirical, right? Yeah. But it's so funny when like guys post that it's like rookie, uh, you know, <laughs> makes the raw roster, <laughs> and like people are like going. Like, wait, he's not a rookie? Then, like, everyone's in on the joke. <laughs> like, half the guys are, like, trying to argue with it. It's like, you don't, you know, it's like the audience. Wait a minute. Like, yeah. Right. And then there's a there's another one that's a baby and says, why is he using Roman Reigns' move? <laughs> that, was, <laughs> uh, that was the one thing that I that I was a little disappointed is they didn't let him go or anybody on Raw. 
They did I'm, a little tease with him and Roman. Do you think he'll get to gore tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm sure there'd be someone getting gore Someone's through a table tonight. I think the, the the whole reason they didn't let him gore anybody during that match is because the gore, Rhino's gore, it looks... Ten times more effective than Roman, Roman Reigns' spear. And they didn't want to make Roman look bad. Who's so, in the same match? Can I drop this though? All these matches are setting up their perfect Survivor Series teams. Yeah, right. And they're using them for TLC. And I'm looking at all these teams, and I go, "You're putting Reigns with the Usos, which he's related to him anyway." Mm-hmm. And Ambrose is like, "That's a great team." And then you're putting the ECW team together, and you're putting all these like, you know, they should have done it a month ago. Yeah. The Nation, yeah, or whatever they're calling them. What are the, um, the League of Nations? League of Nations, thank you. Which is a total villain name. Right. Totally a villain name. No, that, that can come right and from a comic book right waiting there. Waiting for their sixth member to be Lex Luthor, like just walking out. <laughs> and not Jesse Lex, Eisenberg. Lex Luger. Lex, Lex, yeah, Lex Luger. And yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Comes back as a narcissist. Do you guys remember the narcissist? When yeah. The worst gimmick ever. It's pretty bad. I don't, I don't know about worst. <laughs> well, no, it's like when they brought in Steve Austin as uh, the ringmaster. The ringmaster. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, well, they can't use the same name he used in WCW. Right. <laughs> oh, no. As long as it wasn't the Hollywood Blondes, I was fine. Oh, you didn't like the, the little camera action? <laughs> no, no. Steve's little uh, the white hair on his head? <laughs> the, the, his his uh, receding hairline with his, yeah. It was... <laughs> Well, I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I didn't watch I know, WCW. I know what you're about. I casually. I still it. have on VHS the uh, one of the pay per view or one of the events was a, it was a Clash of the Champions or one of the ones that was, and all the vignettes for stunning Steve Austin, the Diamond Stud, which was Razor Ramon, um, <laughs> and it was like three other guys. It was all like biggie, like I don't know if it was Jericho, but it was like all these you know Di- or, uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Right, all these like huge names. It's just funny watching how everybody kind of grows up and becomes these huge stars. Well, when when uh, when Scott Hall was a diamond stud, that was back before DDP was even wrestling. He was DDP just, was his manager. His, yeah, he was yeah. Just his manager. I, it, I love watching DDP, stuff like that, and I think that's why so many people like indie stuff because you can see the progression, like from where, let's say, an indie star is starting and then they begin to blossom and become WWE fame. It's, I think that's why people have that connection. But but here's the thing though. But then they change their name, right? We were talking about this on the last show on uh, uh, Ninja Starship. But like, you know, Kevin Kevin Steen's been around for 13, 14, exactly. 15 years. Now he's Kevin Owens, and you got the whole crowd chanting Kevin Steen, Kevin Steen. It's like, well, no, he's not him anymore. <laughs> that's right? that, that's a Vince McMahon thing. Vince McMahon refuses to acknowledge any. Well, that ends so company he can own outside. The of the yeah, name. like ECW is like the only company he's ever really. Like acknowledge existed outside his own company because he so bought he, it. Well, even before he bought it, there was yeah. all that rumors that he was secretly funding the, the company, but he was still in their talent. You know, uh, if he was if he was smart enough to do that with ECW, he would have done it with WCW too, and he didn't. So, I agree. yeah, he's a pretty smart guy, man. The guy knows marketing and sales like no other. I mean, he's a genius. No, I agree. I think he lets his ego get in the way a little bit, but I mean, although I I think at this point he's kind of. He's, I always draw parallels between Vince McMahon and George Lucas. It was like, you know, the original trilogy was great. So, like, wrestling in the 80s and 90s was amazing, and he had all these great ideas. But then he's held on to the reins a little bit too long and surrounded himself with yes-men. And so then you have the prequels or the reality era of WWE, which is not nearly as good as the original, uh, which would be the Attitude Era. So. Do you notice a reoccurrence of characters? Like, back in the day they had, like, the Bret Hart, who's now, like, the Dolph Ziggler or... Uh, 
I think Shawn Michaels is yes. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Or like, yeah. or, or you have Rollins like, is CM Punk. I mean, you could see the the similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Iron Sheik is. Uh, um, why can't I think of his name today? Rusev. Rusev. Yeah, Rusev I'm, thank I'm you. Going yeah. nuts too. Uh, um, Roman Reigns' partner, um, Dean Ambrose. Ambrose. He's like the new version Stone of Cold. EP or, or Stone Cold. Or, yeah. yeah. You know, they, I think he's. Br- I think he's Brian Pillman. Personally. I think he's Piper. Piper. Yeah, I can see yeah. Piper from him. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to me, he's Piper and Stone Cold. I think if there's any, yeah, yeah I, th- I was gonna say, I think if there's anybody on the main, the current roster who's anything like any of those people upstate, Dean Ambrose, like he's, he seems like right now, out of like the fresh talent, the only one where they could like let him write his own promos and they'd be good. Like everyone else, kind of, you can tell that they need them to be written for them, and they're, they're not. We can tell they're trying to make Reigns the Rock. Right. Oh. Yeah, it's his cousin. Right, yeah. <laughs> failing yeah, miserably. Much. He's right. like the face right now on WWE Network. You you log in and it's TLC Roman Reigns. That's oh the yeah. Answer. Well, and he's, that's the focus. And he's on. He's one of the few because the last couple pay per views, it's usually two or three guys are on the poster, and it's like this pay per view. He's the only guy on the poster. You know, they're trying to really push him down your face and what you like. Hey, which is like not, him. What, Please like him. Which is not working. It's like, and I, I, I've talked about this before. It's like some of these things, uh, like little tweaks. It's like I, I feel like watching back in the day. You know, they would set something up, and then everyone involved in that feud would come out and talk trash. And so, like a, a couple months ago, they had uh, they were going to do a uh, fatal four way on Raw to determine the number one contender for Seth Rollins' title. And instead of having all of those guys come out and talk trash, the only person that came out to say anything was Roman Reigns. It's like, hmm, I wonder who's going to win the, the match now. Like, the exactly. only one that cares to come out is Roman Reigns. So, like, stuffing it down our throats. That's the thing I think they're missing is, like like we talked about before, is the promos. Yeah. You know, the promos are gone from WWE like they used to be back in the day. Like, they used to do a promo, come out to the ring, and wrestle. That made you that much more entrenched in the match. You know, now just a quick one though. It, it didn't need to be more than 30, 40 seconds. Yeah, that's it. Now you don't need to have the now guy. You have twenty minute promo. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and they can't even back it up half the time. Right. Well, then someone's music hits. Yeah. Five minutes in, and someone else's music hits five minutes in, and then the boss comes in. You know, they're, they're so like you know what's going to happen. And the Miz is like, oh god, more people. One <laughs> <laughs> I love, like I love when the guys like Roman Reigns comes from the crowd, but then his music hits. It's like, well, if he's like coming from the people, how does the how does the guy in the soundtrack know to put his music on? Like, right. <laughs> like, there was a story that came out that they were trying to repackage him because they didn't want this whole like looks like a terrorist comes through the crowd. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, his his his, uh, his combat vest has definitely gotten smaller and smaller and more. Now he has his big logo on the front and his back pads. All but, stupid. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this today though. Like he has the big advantage tonight over Sheamus because Sheamus is going to be taking chair shots to his back. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is taking chair shots to. A padded best. <laughs> yeah, Sheamus is terrible. It's so bad. Am I, am I great the, music am I the, though. Oh, his, his, music is, his music is pretty oh. awesome. That, 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 I, you're see, like, oh, I love. This I don't music, think you suck. I've been I've been on the camp on the Sheamus campaign trail here for a little while. I don't think Sheamus is bad. I think the creative team doesn't know what to do with the guy mm-hmm. and. Um, like the smart marks, uh, us included, it's like, oh, he's Triple H's friend, so we have to hate him. It's like, well, like if you were working there and the boss wanted to work out with you, wouldn't you do that? I think they're trying. Well, and, and 
I think it was his new T-shirt too. They're trying to say like, "We want you to hate Sheamus." Like we're trying <laughs> to make Sheamus. <laughs> I just like, kicked your arse. Or well, yeah, it's Sheamus by fifteen. Like they're <laughs> happy. They're copying Sheamus. Yeah. You know, they're like, "Hey, how can we repa- What can we give him to further make fans mad at him? Mm-hmm. Let's have him rip their new day him." Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh god, <laughs> that was that was <laughs> bad. That yeah. was bad. But it, it's like, and I think the other thing is like. There aren't really with with smart marks like running and hijacking crowds now. There, there aren't any legitimate heels anymore because or like, no faces. One, or, yeah, no. It's like people like oh, someone does well as a heel, like they're doing their job. Well, we what? Well, we like them then. So it's like they're thinking, well, who's the only person that actually gets heat? Oh. Smart marks hate Sheamus. He actually will get a heel reaction. Wasn't that ECW out. to the core? What do you mean? ECW to the core was there was no healer face in that whole company. Well, no, people just exp- the you fans want, just like the craft. You want they a good care. wrestling, correct? Yeah, they they appreciate a good wrestling. You got applause if you pulled out a good move, um, and and you got you got heat if you screwed up. That was it. That was the basis of that whole company. Well, but uh, yeah. is too no, big no, for no, that well, to happen, though. I think a good example of this right now is the New Day. Like, the New Day now has to come out. Everyone's cheering them. They have to spend five minutes cutting a promo, completely ditching everyone in the crowd in the city area, and they get people start booing them. Well, like, you think about the, 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 think about the levels of crowds that go to a W. But w ECW was, one, was a smart mark, period. Yeah. If you look at a WWE event, you have kids, dads, um, casual fans, smart marks, fans – Right, and, and you have to appease everybody. I mean, think about the job that you know to do that. Well, it's just yeah, not, not as easy. Not please everybody. Sorry, but but it's just like we, we kind of talked about it briefly a couple weeks ago. Like New Day when they were in um, Nashville, they come out and like they spent like five minutes on how much they hate country music and all this stuff. And then the next weekend, I think they were in Pittsburgh and they had to like do a whole segment with a terrible towel to get you know, the fans to start booing them a little bit. Because the fans want to cheer for them because they're the most entertaining thing on, exactly. on exactly. TV right now. Yeah. No, they. <sighs> New Day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. New Day. This. Uh, well, for some this, people, that's the only reason to tune in. Mm-hmm. For New but, Day. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I think. I love. It's New hard Day. to please. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's hard. We like you do. were saying, it's hard to please that melting pot of fans because you have all those different type of fans. You don't just have like with ECW. Just smart marks and like fans of ECW, so I think WWE's trying to get that heat on everyone else, but um, it's just hard when you have so many different types of people in one room. How are you gonna make them hate? I don't know. Well, I'm just waiting for them to come out with the uh, New Day socks merchandise. I've been looking at but are they selling tomorrow, those hats having... for the unicorn horns that they were wearing last month? Oh yeah, they have you. Guaranteed. Well I love there's a there's a picture of Vince wearing one like circling the Would you guys ever go to Lakeside Mall when they got that little kid thing where you can ride like the llama for like ten dollars an hour? Like I'm amazed that they haven't had New Day come down the aisle on those like on those things. That's what I'm saying. I just saw those at the Monroe Mall like last weekend. Those are I remember the first time I saw those things, I was like, What is going on? I thought it was like uh, like um, one of those things when people start dancing everywhere—a flash mob of just people like riding these animals. Right. <laughs> and then I saw like you could buy them. It was crazy. So, uh, with we we talk about how there's this like the the crowd is you know so diverse, but I, I still think 
and I don't think obviously the company doesn't agree, but I feel like because the smart marks are like you have the casual fans who will boo or cheer whoever they tell them to, and then you have the smart marks who are lo- the loudest voice. I feel like then whoever Reddit slash Squared Circle tells them to cheer for yeah. it, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you you so then you you make them happy because then the crowd is going to give you the reaction that you want. Because the, the casual fans and the kids are going to cheer. But at the end of the day, it's, whoever you want. It's, it's TV that runs that whole thing, right? So who are you appeasing at home, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. I think those casual, if they make it, if they, if they do, if they change things and make the smart marks happy and make it more like, because the, the smart marks want them to return to doing things the way they did them before there's when they no, had higher ratings. There's no compelling reason for me to run home to watch Rodden. On any night, right? But no. if I look at in '97, you know, when the Monday Night Wars and everything, like I gotta race home and grab a five dollar hot and ready and get my ass over to my buddy's house because God knows who's showing up tonight and who knows what's gonna happen. Because it's basically well, that, just a routine right now. But yeah. that, you're, just, you're just watching it's it to watch it's it. It's telegraphed. But, it's I mean, real predictable. But that's one of the problems that they discussed, like the death, the attitude era, the, the rise of the PG era was was because of. Money, the sponsorships, it but it's, was, but it's not. It, it doesn't. It's it's not PG or you know TV fourteen. It's the the death of long form storytelling, like and uh, smack like that, and SmackDown being like a raw review show, and us seeing like we see like two guys are going to face at TLC. We've probably already seen them wrestle four times. But if you alienate, here's the thing. I don't hate the PG era because here's the thing. You alienate the kids. You, you destroy wrestling. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not. The, yeah. It's not PG. Right. It's not the PG era that killed it. It's the la- it's the laziness in the creative on the creative team. Well, just, I, I've been saying this for for a couple of years now. NXT is a phenomenal product, and here's the thing. And I always hated when they had SmackDown as with the draft when they had two different titles. And it, I like that. There was, but there was so many titles. You're the only one. That's true. Right. So like, <laughs> make SmackDown like nice. um, the minor leagues. Right, give me some Zack Ryder. Give me some Fandango. Right, get, build up some of those guys that don't normally get the time. Make Raw the pros. Make NXT college, and make like SmackDown. Like at the end of the year, have like a, a tournament, have a cup. Right, so it's relevant, and you're building up some of that talent that might not normally get any face time. And it's not a damn Raw recap because you can watch that shit on, on your DVR. Right. Well, right. and you know, this is something that's been going around for a while. Is is the rumor is. NXT is completely controlled by Triple H. He's like, he's the Vince McMahon of NXT. Oh, no question, yeah. But then, but then you know, Vince McMahon's the Vince McMahon of all the other products. So maybe it's Vince McMahon needs to step down. Well, Triple is, H needs to take over. I said he's the he's he's the George Lucas of. I, I think I think when Vince McMahon retires or dies, I don't want him to die. But like, that's when you're going to see WWE come back to what we want it to be. Do we think compelling storytelling with swerves and unexpected things and building new stars instead of just relying on part-time wrestlers and like the one chosen you know person? Oh, there's another WrestleMania with the top two main events are three of the four guys don't wrestle but once a year. Kiss yeah. my ass. I don't, who wants it? You know, again, great, but the, where's the story? There's nothing compelling about that. Well, right. We'll start to be getting those stories in the next few months. Lesnar's coming back for another run pretty soon. He's already been booked as on yeah, some of the house he'll shows. Be, he'll be, uh, he's, he's returning next weekend, so he'll be on Raw next week. Yeah. We, Makes you wonder if he's actually going to be... As in this week or the week after that? 
Like, Makes, not so not tomorrow, but the okay. next week, like December 20th or 21st. Makes you wonder, though, if maybe he's coming back tonight and he's just keeping them down. Maybe. I, don't, I mean, I don't know it's why possible. you would bring him back yeah, right I before don't. a pay-per-view. Or during a pay-per-view. Eh. So, wait, let me... You need to bring him back during pay per view. I mean, the, the, the shock gets again. You need to get. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I got my dates mixed in up in my head. For wait, but you need people to, to pay for the app. You need people to pay the nine 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 to get on the network. So you need to start having bigger twists, which is one of the reasons I think why they waited so long for Roman for Sheamus to cash in on Roman. You know, because normally it's like they would cash in like almost right when the match is over. They give you like five minutes. They want people to think it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh, wait, it is happening. It is happening. You know, like, you need to tune in for this. You need to watch the whole thing. But they need ratings because they've been dropping and dropping and dropping. So why would you use Brock Lesnar? It's the lowest it's been in 25 years. Why would you use Brock Lesnar on a pay-per-view when you can wait and have him on Raw and then people are going to be like, Brock Lesnar's on Raw? Ratings. But that's why. Yeah, but but you get the same same thing if he – if he comes, if he comes back tonight, people are gonna. That's gonna be all over the internet, and then people will tune in because they know he's back. Yeah, because they're gonna see, they're gonna see him on Raw, and the re, they want to see the reaction and what happens. I well, we're getting to a point though where, like, they're relying on these old, these old marquee stars. They they don't have very many years left of doing that, so they're gonna, they're gonna, they're booking themselves into a corner where they're gonna have to eventually build new stars. Because I mean, you you have like Lesnar and Cena are both like. Closer to forty now than they, you know, than they are to thirty. I, I, but I mean, I think they're doing that though. With NXT is is, is they're, they're slowly building their younger talent in NXT, and they're just. I think there are certain people in NXT that they're they're waiting to pull them to the main roster. Well, do you see how old Finn Balor is? Yeah, he's like thirty five years old. Yeah. I mean, to me, he's the best talent on the roster in terms oh, yeah. of pure wrestling. Like, what do you? And he's. To me, is the modern day Sting. Bring his ass up. What are you waiting for? Have a Sting versus Balor match. So Sting, Sting's, I don't think he'll ever wrestle. Sting said he wants to do another match. He said he has one more match. They just asked him if he had one more match. Under, he said, do the Undertaker. Make him a him Undertaker. Just get it over with. Just kidding. That's, that's, been, that's been a lifetime dream match. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, 32, you think it's going to happen? It has to, right? If, he, if he's healthy enough. You know. I don't understand why they, it's like, well, the match might not be good. It's like. We don't like. We don't. We're not care. We care. still want to see Remember it. It the, doesn't the matter. The Triple H Sting match that wasn't really a great match. It, it was, was one. Right. You had NWO come in. Well, that, was, that was come in. Was, that was a terrible. Hey, Sting's uh, Sting's uh, Sting's uh, adversaries, and two of them are also members of the Click, and we all know that. But they're going to fight against DX. That made no H. sense. None yeah. of it. Still loved it. Right. Yeah. But it made no sense. <laughs> Stout was still marking out for it. I love people. They People ask Scott Hall on the internet, like, why would – that doesn't make any sense. Why would they? Why would NWO do that? And he just he just tweeted back, like, dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hall's Twitter is one thing. It's, that thing's that's, – that's Iron Sheik's still the best. Oh, yeah. Bar none. Have you ever seen – not to segue too far, but have you seen the Iron Sheik documentary on Netflix? Yes. It's not one yet. of the best things. I love, it's great. One of the best things I've ever seen, like movies in general, and you know the way those guys wrote that story was no, phenomenal. It's, it's really good. I'm, uh, have you seen Jake the Snakes? I haven't yet. I, I want I'm to. One, I'm excited. Two. I think that one's going to be really good too. Hmm. I've heard it. I've heard it's I've, real good. Yeah. Um, so quickly, has everyone heard the news that Dewey um, Foley, Mick Foley's son, is going to be working for Creative in yes, January? I have. Do you think that is going to make a difference at all? I mean, that uh, Mick Foley's gonna start watching again. <laughs> no, what difference did Jimmy Jacobs have going to Creative Zero? What, what's changed? Yeah, and one will, of, will they listen to Dewey more just no, because of God, his no. dad? No, no. I, 
See, I thought Dewey no, was I, younger. I, I, th- I thought he was a kid. I think that Mick Foley. So I was really confused when I first heard the story. No, he's the he's the older son. Is he the old? I thought yeah. he was the youngest, and I was like, he well, his daughter works. I'm pretty sure his daughter works for the headquarters. Nicole? Yeah, that's right. Here, one of them's like no. a big Instagram star because she's hot. Apparently, Nicole, or, Nicole yeah. is her name's Noel. But yeah, yeah. Noel. <laughs> is it Nicole? Noel? It's Noel. Oh, sorry. We're friends on Instagram. So, or on, uh, Instagram <laughs> oh, and so you can see it's getting pretty serious. Yeah, it's yeah. getting serious. Sorry, Tab. <laughs> Uh, but I don't think I don't think it really matters who's on the creative team because Vince has the final say. And I, True. I, like a lot of so I follow a lot of like former WWE creative team members on Twitter, and all they ever say is that it's like they they might work on something and then Vince will come in and say, "Oh, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing this tonight." Like and it's you know last minute kind of things. Well, so. there's so many interviews too of wrestlers saying that. They're told one thing, and then right before they go out because their music hits, they're told, hey, we're scrapping that. We want you to do this instead. Yeah. And it's just all about the last minute Vince changes his mind. Which I f- that kind of booking reminds me of WCW in, like, 2000. From from everything I've heard about how WCW was when it when it was dying, it was, it was that kind of thing. Stuff happens in the indies, too. It's it's not even – yeah, it's, it's yeah. widespread. It's – but I, th- I mean, like I said before, I think that's the, th- I think that's the major thing that's different is like, we used to have like rivalries and feuds that would go on for a long time, and it wouldn't just, you know, and they would, they, they would make to, sense. Yeah, yeah, they would make sense, and they were able to write them in a way that it wasn't like, oh, John Cena's wrestling Randy Orton for the fourteenth time. But it was actually made. It was actually good. You look when Owens broke in NXT, like he started all those. He started some good, like right off the bat, like six. Yeah. He had like so many rivalries. Oh yeah, within the first week. Right, and now that he's in the, now he's on the show, and he's got none. Like he has well, a rivalry with Twitter. That's pretty and, much. And yeah, he right. moved up, and he moved up pretty fast too. He was only on NXT for what a year? I think he was in. Not the even. Yeah, like he. He's only been in the company for a short time, so that's really surprising. But then they got like Finn Bauer, who's really holding. I'm surprised they're holding Samoa Joe so long down there too. The yeah, thing- so, Samoa Joe probably has TNA as a mark against him still, even even though it is Triple H. I so this is a this is a segue into something that I wanted to bring up is the w- one thing that I think uh, the, that I've seen in the news lately that it really surprised me is that Triple H did this long interview where they asked him like, why not bring a Finn Balor up and like. Yeah, and he he acknowledged that WWE like is drowning. It needs to figure out like how to fix it. But he also then he you know said, well, we want to bring we don't want to bring a guy like F- Finn Balor up just to just to fill a spot. And then when that when the spot he fills like when that person comes back, they don't know what to do with the guy. Well, Fandango. I mean, they destroyed him. Yeah, I freaking love Johnny Curtis, and then they, they just killed him. It was a dumb they put him They put him over against Jericho in his first match, and then they'd kill him. Yeah. But if you look at Tyler Breeze now, he's following in the same footsteps. But now he's like pinning Ziggler clean. Like you know, he he needs a cheat. And wasn't it in the first match too? Like yeah. he beat him clean in the first match. Well, Jericho was mad about that Findale thing because he was told that he said, "Yeah, I'll put him over as long as you're going to do something." With like, him. oh yeah, we have big plans for him, and then they buried him two months later. Well, it goes back to what we've always said. These these guys, they they need to stop. I still have a Fandango T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> you really? I was a huge fan. I love like I love Fandango. I love classic heels. Yeah, the whole song silhouette. Yeah, songs in the back. No, I'm a. I love classic heels. Like he was to me, the quintessential smug classic heel. And and there there needs to be more of them. Same thing with Adam Rose too. Is I loved him in NXT, and then they brought him up. And it was trash. Well, they give them these gimmicks that they that you know as soon as you hear like. Oh, he's a he's a dancer. 
oh yeah, he's never gonna. They're never gonna do anything with him. Like it's a, they they need to just if if the only people you're gonna push are the people that are like like the Dave Batistas of the world, where it's it's Dave Batista turned to eleven. Like if that's the only kind of people you're gonna push, then don't give people these stupid gimmicks because you're not gonna do anything with them. And then they and then it's just squander their time and, and ours too. I mean. We're so bitter today. Oh, they just need to, <laughs> we are. They, they need to see. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with this whole League of Nations thing because it makes it makes no sense if it's just for a if it's just to help Sheamus with this Roman Reigns feud, which is what it's going to be. Because uh, I bet you, it, I bet you, it'll drop off for no reason in a couple weeks. And it, well, yep. it just makes no sense too because it, it's like they have this whole they have all. Four of those guys have these side storylines going on. Every one of them could be main event. I'm, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. but. It, it's just kind of like it makes no sense because you still have the whole swagger Del Rio thing going on right now. But it's like, well, shouldn't he like? Shouldn't the League of Nations be doing that storyline too? Like, shouldn't everything all be all together? The live, oh, no, hold on. The live feed just went dead. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at. Okay, <laughs> he has to keep talking. Okay, all right. So speaking, of, you said any of them could be main event. I feel like. Um, Wade Barrett's like one of the most one of the most underrated misused talents they have on the roster. It's like the the guy's like golden on the mic and he's and he's good in the ring, but they never since he was the like he was the Nexus leader, and then they haven't done anything with him since. Then. If you even look at his background too, he was what bare knuckles champ, right? Yeah, I mean the guy's legit pedigree. Exactly. Um, I mean it's like why you know they he I I feel like why like that's the kind of guy that you he, it's believable. So like push that. I don't understand the the why he hasn't been used properly. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there, there's a laundry list of guys that they're not pushing that they should. Cesaro, I mean, well, not right now. He's injured. Well, I know, but even before, even, that, yeah, even weren't. before, yeah. I don't think they knew what to do with him. Yeah, you know, and I told it's funny because I, I say this all the time, and I think I probably set it up back by you guys. I'm so tired of just being the last name. Like, yes, or the first name. Yeah, you know, I hate that. Jimmy had the, the Macho Man shirt on. Could you imagine if they were like Macho? Now under the ring, two hundred forty-six pounds, savage. It's yeah. Like, oh, how ridiculous that sounds! Like you know, why can't he be the Swiss Superman Antonio Cesaro? Like yeah. why can't he be, uh, you know, Alexander Rusev, whatever you know? The I, I wonder, like, what was the thought? Batista, same thing. It mm-hmm. started with him, didn't it? Yeah. Like that's like, when you really started to see it. From there, it just kind of got worse. I think it's really bad. What's the now. point, though? I, well, it's I a Vince know. thing. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, it doesn't it's, make any sense. No, I I don't know the reason and behind I, it. I really thought that we they, know, we were gonna get from Falls Mountain, Georgia. You know, Roberts. You know, Jake the <laughs> Really, it's Jake. Yes. You know what I mean? There, there were so many amazing names from the '80s, and it's like there's there's no hook. There's no catch. Yeah, and yeah. it's almost just like it's a guy like. Sixteen-time world champ, Flair. Flair. <laughs> right. No, it's here's just this guy that could just be whoever. But I, that's what it feels like when you have just the one single name. Is it just feels like just some guy they pull off the street? Yeah. Like that's what I mean. Like there's no there's no there's no personality. Like Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Like oh my god. Right. Like the best here's Snuka. Like Snuka. right. But those are the best names in the business. Those are guys that you remember. Like you know. The Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valley, those are great names back in the day. And they're not they're not replicating that. They're not doing no. anything with that. They are no, though, NXT NXT. And then they come up and they <laughs> they lose their name. Drop it. Yeah. 
They're like, never mind. Like, you you don't need your full name. Anymore. Oh, what is Neville? Like, what kind of a ridiculous name? Like, yeah. What? Like, just keep it Adrian Neville. Right. Like, what's what's the big deal? Exactly. <laughs> you do not want to put it on the lower third. Like, is that is that your problem? You're just lazy and you don't want to type it out. Letters cost too much. Yeah. On, what on your program? <laughs> yeah. It's it, and it's weird. Like, I wonder. You look at the characters and you think like. What about that person makes – because obviously they're not doing with everyone. You know, you don't have, like, Intercontinental Champion Owens. You know, not everyone – they're not doing with everyone. So, what, like, what is it about Cesaro and about Neville that they – like, and people like that that they decided to – that they needed to drop their – But they still give him, like, the Swiss Superman. They still call him – Yeah. Like, the man that gravity just, forgot. They, they still call him – They just don't want to give him know? the first name. Right. <laughs> like, the, the man that gravity that. forgot. <laughs> Neville! Like, at that point, it's like, what? Like, yeah. Are you, you know, and you're not going to put that on a, you know, again, the macho man, Randy Savage, that's a, you know, that's like the pure, is of the pure in terms of names. The man that gravity forgot, like, you can't put that on a shirt. You can't market that. It's like, like if you had Hulk Hogan back in the day just coming out as Hogan. Oh, God. Like, he would have never got over. No. Like, None of them would. Do you think no. of all those great names back in the they day? They never would have had. It never would have. It wouldn't mean. It wouldn't well, mean anything. I think that's the difference between back then and today. Is the guys back then? They were comic book stars. They were larger than life. They were. They popped off the screen. They were. They weren't real. Like that was the beauty of it. It was like watching a movie. It was Superman. You know what I mean? It's like they they didn't exist. Right? They were larger than life. Nowadays, it's like you can run into these guys at the bar. Like they're they're they're, they're almost too human. Right? Where they're they were better as just being these large and life cartoon characters. No, it's I agree. I don't know, it's something that has bothered me, but there's I never realized why they did it or the reasoning behind it. Like maybe just another thing where Vince can own the name. I, I don't know. But he can't own Adrian Neville. Like as he has it a copyright thing. They don't well, charge no, by character. Adrian Neville's not his name. Like you know. Right, but they don't charge by car- uh, character when you copyright. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the because I mean it happened a little bit back like with around Batista, but it's starting. It feels like it's starting to like really like happen a lot more. Like in the past, in the previous couple years, like you can't be Alexander Rusev, like you know what I mean? Yeah, like what's what's the Alexander? Like, can imagine like coming down Creed? No, (laughs) how are we gonna do when Paul Creed moves up? Right. It's not. it's it's frustrating. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just waiting for when Cena makes his return. He's not gonna be John Cena. He's just gonna be Cena. And oh, then Orton's they, just, just Cena. Randy Orton's never Randy that. Orton. He's just gonna be Orton. You know, it'll just be oh. Randy. They're not, gonna, they're not gonna change the names of established stars. I mean, <laughs> no, it's they, yeah. So I mean, as far as tonight, what do you think is gonna come out of tonight? I mean, is it gonna be injuries? B- <laughs> right. Well, so, so kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier. I'm a little worried about tonight because their lead sponsor is Toys R Us, and so it's like, not going to be give me, extreme like it's supposed to. Yeah, be. give me a, it's TLC Lego yeah. match. Yeah. They're missing the boat. <laughs> you step on the Lego. Yeah, no, it's worse than thumbtacks. Are you yeah, kidding me? With a bag full of Legos I'm a father of little kids, man. That's worse than getting shot. I've never been shot, but I'm assuming. <laughs> but you, you're probably you right. have. You have Team ECW versus the Wyatt family. You know, like like we're gonna that see match should carnage. be brutal, and there it's not going to be. Should be, but there should be broken tables. There's not going to be. Where's the build up? Broken. That, why 
there was what what one build up match to two that? weeks. Uh, they have they been, had two. They well, so it's, two weeks. They, it's been more than two weeks. They, 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 yeah. The, Tommy Dreamer it, came back two weeks ago. Yeah, but, right, but they but had started before, before that. Before that, oh, though, the Dudleys were kind of like, the hey. Wyatts were getting, the, 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 both Dudleys got jumped by the Wyatts, which is why they had to reach out to Tommy. And then the three of them couldn't do it, so then they had to reach out to Rhino. So now the four of us, so now it's going to be four and four. Right, okay, really quick, because um, I, I didn't look into it. Do we know if Tommy Dreamer and Rhino are going to be there for a little bit, or is it just for this feud and then they're gone again? Well, I mean, I don't know about Rhino. Obviously, isn't work for the company, but more than just like NXT and stuff. Yeah. But Tommy Dreamer is a behind the stage guy. He he's one of the road agents. They're both still taking indie bookings. Yeah. So I mean. So it's just kind of like. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't I, ask. I didn't ask Rhino. Yeah. No. You know, I would. It's, I'm not going to ask him. Yeah. There's no crap. reason. I just didn't know because I know. I, I just saw said, congrats. Some you look great, and I leave it at that. Yeah. And, you know, was, I just saw some stories that were like Tommy Dreamer's future, and I, I just never. Looked into Dreamers it. is as old as I am. I mean, yeah, exactly. his future is about as long as mine is. You but know, he's so dedicated. I mean, he'll die in the ring. Oh no, like he this. will. No, he's he's gonna be behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, he's doing House of Hardcore. Mm-hmm. He's you know. Yeah. Great guy, by the way. He was uh, he did an XICW match. What uh, two best in Detroit's ago? What a, what a you know you expect a guy like that to have a little bit of an ego, and he was totally cool. No, I've I've heard so many good things about him that he just is. He just he loves wrestling and like, we didn't that's have too just many, what he does. We didn't have it's funny with these guys that take these indie bookings, you don't have too many egos. We had a, the only guy that was a dick was Smo Joe. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, it wasn't in his writer to sign to do merch, so he wouldn't do it. He refused. And we had to get Rhino to tell him to get your ass out there and sign some autographs. <laughs> so he uh, sat there for half an hour during break and signed free autographs. Oh, but awesome. he wouldn't sell merch. Hmm. He was completely, completely. Why wouldn't you want to sell merch? Yeah, why not? That's no. That's, he didn't want. He wasn't he in just his didn't contract. Want to be there? Was, so then he goes to um, uh, Dooley's on 14 and Gratiot afterwards. Um, I was with Rob. I was hanging with Robbie and Smo Joe sitting there, and I just went up to him. I said, I shook his hand. I said, Thank you. Yeah. And he goes, Well, there was a little bit of a misunderstanding. I go, No, 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 just, just thank you. And I walked away. I'm like, What a you know? He was pouting and oh, what a what a yeah, what a complete. He was the only one. Everyone else, hmm. coolest people alive. Interesting. Yeah. That's weird. You had to take Carlito to Qdoba. I mean, what a cool <laughs> dude. What a cool dude. So we talked fantasy say, football the whole time. I was going to say, I've met, I've met a, a pretty good like list of, uh, of wrestlers now, and I've the only negative experience I ever had, and it wasn't even that bad, was with Jake, Jake Roberts, and he was just like, oh, you're not buying nothing? Get the hell out of here. You know, like oh. that kind of thing. But like... Everybody See, he was, he was really nice, nice as hell at the that clown that put on that Ninja Turtle. That, that, so that was where he was mean to me. Was that yeah, really? Yeah, he was yeah. there. Oh, he was, so he was cool to me at that time. I wonder. If, did if you buy like, a shirt? Yeah, I didn't buy nothing from him. Oh. Yeah, no. We we were there like maybe it was just sick of people not buying. We stuff every, from no, him. we were there like when oh. the show opened like the first day, and we were hanging out. There was. Maybe thirty people in attendance there. When no, because I was hanging. I was. I, I had Rhino next to me, probably, and that's probably yeah. why. Yeah. So we were we were there, and he was just kind of like wouldn't talk to us once he realized we weren't going to buy anything from him. Yeah, I mean, he, once once I like so I met then the reason I didn't buy anything from him that night was because I had just I had just met him at a con like six months prior, and I paid to get a picture with him. He was totally fine then. But it's like no money exchange. Nah, I don't need to talk to you. See, Nash was a dick at that, and so was Goldberg. Goldberg I feel like was, Goldberg would be. I, 
Yeah, Nash didn't show up the day that he he was late. He like he wasn't there the first day. It's like we get it, we get it, we get it, Kevin. You're Kev- yeah, we get it, <laughs> we get it. You're Kevin. Nash. No, no, I, I I get it. You're Kevin. He was Nash. fine when we met him. Yeah, we met him too. That was cool. I told okay. him I was like. I was like growing up as a kid, when I wrestled, I always played as you. <laughs> and right. he's like, like, the other man, good job. One night, and I was like, oh, I'm a downriver rat, too. And he's like, oh, you know. He's, yeah, he, he, was, was, cool, he was cool so. with us when we got. But we were paying to get a picture with him, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I mean, there it is. I think my favorite wrestler memory, though, was at C2E2 last year. I was dressed up as Macho Man Randy Savage. And uh, I was trying, like I had already met. The likeness is uncanny. I just want to throw that out there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the, I was, I was, uh. I had already met Hall and X-Pac the day before, and I knew Nash was there, but we'd already met him, so I wasn't going to stop and see him. But that day, I was like, I don't know if dressing up like your dead friend is, like, okay. So I was trying to avoid where they were. Right. They were at a different table, and they saw me, and X-Pac calls me over, and he's like, huh. You know, he had yellow, he had white stars on his boots. You don't even mean white stars. Where are your stars? You know, he's critiquing my right, costume. Right. Yeah. So that was, it was, was kind of cool. And yeah, where was no. Virgil during all this? Uh, Virgil wasn't there that year. He was probably on the parking lot somewhere. <laughs> just trying to hawk some, hawk some pictures. Yeah, exactly. He he has been at that con though, and he's like begging you to buy <laughs> something. It's so, so funny. Few uh, just just to break so a little bit of news at the March Best in Detroit. We're gonna have a uh, Tommaso. Uh, oh. We booked him coming in. Awesome. I was still looking. F- uh, there's still supposed to be a big name coming for the January event. Um, we had someone booked. Um, and he took it before we got to call him back and say yes. He took another booking, so we're still scrambling. Is it who was announced at XICW or someone else? We're supposed to have Billy Gunn. Oh, um, yeah, that would have been a get. Yeah, the uh, he took another, and it's like oh, you know, last minute took another booking. I, I guess I don't blame him. We're first, yeah. com- first contract for first signature, mm-hmm. so uh, we still shouldn't disappoint. So. No, awesome. I know uh, we got Congo Kong coming. Yeah, that's what, I that. wasn't sure if that's who you're talking about. No, no, no. no. Like, There's well, supposed to be a couple knows. more. Okay, cool. We uh, for the January 9th show, we have secured a very exclusive interview with the uh, one and only Johnny Delicious. Thankfully, yeah. he has a crush on my girlfriend, who's so been <laughs> oh, flirting yeah. with her on Twitter for a little while here. And uh, is he banned from the building? Uh, he says he's he going to give us an interview at the January 9th last show, so he's allowed in. Yeah, he's going to buy a ticket. Otherwise, you know. We, no, might, not we might be interviewing him in the parking lot or something. Yeah. Or at the gas station. He'll, he'll be like Virgil in the parking lot just trying to get in. So that'll be fun. Should be so, interesting uh, to see. Well, should we start our predictions for tonight just because we got a little bit? <laughs> well, uh, we, we got into time? it. It was we, yeah. here. we can run late. Screw the rack show. <laughs> we can run late. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't need to go on. Who owns this place? I don't know. <laughs> I'll call him. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> So, I mean, some of this stuff is throwaway. I, I, like, we've already talked about the Dudley Boys, uh, uh, Dudley Boys Dreamer and Rhino versus the Wyatt Family. I think... Honestly, just real quick on that. The Wyatt Family needs a win. They need a win. If they don't win tonight, then what's the point of having the Wyatt Family what's, on TV? What's the point of bringing Dudley's back? Yeah, I was really, I was really mad when they didn't. Like I thought they would bury the Dudleys, and I thought they would win. You know their tenth title that they were talking about, and then drop the title back to New Day or drop something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think they will, but I I think the Dudleys signed a pretty long contract with them. I think before the Dudleys finally leave WB again, they will get one more title run. So I I I think the Dudleys are here to stay for a while. They're not just a six months and done team. It just doesn't make sense for to me though to bring them back to like. Michael Cole's like hammering it down our throats about how, how oh, one more title, one more title, one more title, and then just bury them. 
They couldn't get the a win to save Wyatt's their lives. Though, too. Right. Anytime I've gotten so match, used to them getting buried. Plays, plays what, 27? Did you guys that know this? Yeah. He's going to be there. I mean, he's the next, you know, when you talk about comparisons, he's the next Undertaker. He's going to be there for forever. Yeah. If you look if you look at the longevity of some of these guys, barring any I mean, significant injury or him getting his, stale. His movesets. He's getting stale. But he's getting too. stale. That's the problem, though. Well, he's getting stale because they've done nothing to book them as any sort of force. They're no it's longer like, a threat. They look threatening on Raw, and then they lose on every. Am I the only one that hates that Braum Strowman? Like, like pointless. Like, why even bother bringing him in? Yeah, they well, brought how him many up times best. have how many times have we brought in the big green guy who can't wrestle, but the we, green you know, bastard just because he's big yeah. from parts unknown. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's and I think that's one of the reasons why on Raw the was it last week or this week he had a match against Tommy Dreamer because I guess you know, Dreamer's always been a guy who works well with younger guys, you know. So he had a quick match with Tommy, you know. That's it though. Like guys had he's very green. He was only he's only been wrestling I think for less than six months. I've heard that he's real humble about like he knows. Yeah, so that's that's good. That's good. Um, so uh, we got Del Rio Swagger. I, I think they're just feeding Swagger to Del Rio. Yeah. Well, what's the point of this feud? What's the point of bringing either of them back? Well, what's the point of this feud if Dario's now one of the members of this League of Nations, and the League of Nations is all about helping change Because out. they put him in two feuds, and they're like, crap. Yeah. So. I think, well, I think, I think that they weren't going to do League of Nations. I think League of Nations was a last-minute, like, thing. They weren't going to – they were going to do this Mex-America thing, and then it, 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 the, oh. everyone hates it, so they're not – Too bad Swagger not good on the mic. He'd be, he'd be a great Kurt Angle. Oh, my God. Uh, I like Swagger he was, he was, he's got I always such did. A great, he's got such a great look and such a great in-ring style. He was supposed to be the Kurt Angle when Kurt Angle left, and they just – And he started talking, and I went, oh, And man. then he started getting caught for weed and – that too. <laughs> hey, he didn't get punished for like a, until like two years later because his feud though was yeah. making headline news. So I think I think they feed Swagger to Del Rio and Del, they both Swagger fades back to superstars and and uh, in main event and house mm-hmm. shows and Del Rio. Del Rio looks phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, whatever he left and did, he would keep doing it. I mean, you well, think I saw Del Rio at ROH. After he left, and he, I liked him more in ROH than I did in WWE. Well, so that's yeah, the, I was that's, at that match. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That's I liked the him thing a lot about him though is that it, if Del Rio is stale and boring, it's not him. It's it's, no. it's WWE because yeah. I, I was never a big fan of he Del Rio in, in WWE. In, uh, I like calling him Fancy Tito Santana. <laughs> but <laughs> then in ROH, Mexican I JBL. <laughs> and even in Lucha Underground, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, no, he's real good in Lucha Underground, which is coming back. In January 2012? Too bad I don't get the damn network on my Uber's. I've heard I, I find it. I've heard the inserted tips was really good. Don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> I want to go in. Yeah. I want to go in blank. So what do you guys think about the... I know you wanted to talk... We talked about this before. You wanted to talk about the Charlotte versus Paige. Yeah. So this... I'm interesting. Um, if you guys watched Raw on Monday, they basically have her... Full. I'm talking. This is about the listeners. Okay, this is, sorry. This is adjusting the listeners, okay. Josh. It's not always excuse about me, you. Excuse me. It's always about me. <laughs> um, but they basically done a full a full switch in terms of face and heel. So they're pushing Paige more to be more of her a face. Oh, she's always. They're still of, both. He, they're both heels. Paige is still a really a really good heel right now. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, oh, so we're looking at the the four horsewomen, right? Like, so it's what it's it's Bailey. Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. Like Charlotte is the worst of those four. Yeah. Well, but now they're kind of they've acknowledged like, look, you're you're what you were doing is not working so well. So we're just going to team you up with your dad, like more. And we're just going to have you be your dad, 
And so now she's being the which is a, dirty player in the game. You know, she she basically tricked her best friend into losing. If you guys watched the match two weeks ago, with Becky all. Lynch, yeah, you know, and then she came on basically on Ms. TV on Monday and was basically just her father. Yeah, it's because uh, it works. I think Paige has been on fire. Like her her heel turn was was great, but I want to see it's they need to drop. Sasha Banks needs to leave Team Bad, and they need to have the title picture be Paige, Becky, and Sasha Banks going at it. The three of them could put on some phenomenal matches for the Divas title, and they should be the people who are in the Divas match every week fighting for the title. I I agree. I don't know why they did factions. I don't know why they put the belt on Charlotte. I don't understand the reason for Divas factions other than to get them all on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if the Divas are all there to get the one belt, why are you in a faction in the first place? They, they need to introduce one. So exactly what Paige did is yep. what what she needed to do to get closer to the belt. And that's kind of what Charlotte said to Becky was like, you know, we're in the big leagues now. You need to learn to step up. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't cheat. I just took a – I saw an opportunity and took it. Like, this is what we do now up here. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's boring. So, Paige is, Paige is entertaining. The Becky Charlotte stuff is bad. You think you think Charlotte's gonna keep the belt? Yeah. What is, what's the match? She's like? Ric Flair's daughter. I think she's gonna. I think that that's the only reason she has she has the belt now. What's the match tonight? Right now, it's a. Uh, is it? I think Charlotte, Charlotte versus Paige for the Divas title. Yeah. There's no, there's I don't no know if it was there's a little separation. Or, there's a lot of separation matches though tonight, though. That, that makes me happy because normally we've been getting two. two. I think we got like four or five this time. Yeah. Um, Are you guys going to move on? Yeah. Yeah. So we have the the tag team triple threat uh, ladder match, which should be that might steal the show as well. It'll be it's going to be a spot fest, but it'll be entertaining. Question is, they did acknowledge again on who's, Raw who's that all three New members Day, of New Lucha Day are going to have the belts. So the question is, will all three members of New Day be in the match, or is one of the guys going to sit on the side? If someone's going to sit on the sidelines, I hope it's Big E. Like, Big E's cool. I like him. Be. But it's when it comes to a ladder match, though, Xavier Woods and Kofi will kill it. Woods will be sitting. Yeah, it'll be he's 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 a good worker. He's a but good he's best, too. Yeah, he's best served as a, as the guy with the trombone yelling at the crowd. He's yeah. good at it. I like yeah, him being the mouthpiece. It's... I, the one thing that annoyed me about this storyline is, like, the Usos and the Lucha Dragons both want this, but they're, like, totally okay with each other also being in the match. It's like, no. You should want a one-on-one, like, one team on one team. You don't want other people vying for the title. Just because your faces doesn't mean you have to be friends with each other. Well, I think I think part of it, too, though, is, is they just don't want the belt on New Day because New Day's, you yeah, know, that, giving them this open challenge and taking the open challenge away. But I don't think – I hope New Day keeps the belt. I don't think any time you, you forget though New Day rocks. I'm just saying. Yeah, they, New Day socks. The, the socks. I think. Well, <laughs> I think socks. they might lose uh, the you know losing in a triple threat. Like they might. I think they might lose without getting pinned. And well, um, and then if it's a ladder no one's match, gonna win by getting pinned. Yeah. No one's oh yeah. Pinned. It's a ladder match. That yeah, you're right. Never mind. No, they, said, they they said the same thing the other day uh, in a promo. They're like, we could lose like getting pinned. I'm like, no one's gonna get pinned. It's a ladder match. <laughs> Unless they do that stupid match where they it is you get pinned, but they're just using ladders. They've done that before. Bring uh, that. Bring not. back the scaffolding match like uh, Starcade '87. My God. No. See, yeah. See, I, I still don't know how they ever. See, you ever see that before? Yeah. Road Warriors versus um, what was it? Uh, Big Boss Man 
and the Midnight Express and, like, seriously climbed the scaffolding and, like, the first one to fall. Like, literally, dude fell 30 feet. Like, mm. like way, yeah. to, way to kill your career. <laughs> we, we're never going to see a match like that again thanks to, you know, uh, Over the Edge 1999. So. What was that? The night Owen Hart died. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to say that. But <laughs> right, right. Way to bring the house down there. Yeah. It's, 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 an, it's interesting because as a kid, I didn't get, like, I maybe saw, like, my parents didn't buy pay-per-views. Like, I maybe saw, like, five pay-per-views, like, the whole 20 years I was watching wrestling. And, like, one of the five pay-per-views my parents bought was that one. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Yeah. So, it's very interesting. Yeah, so, okay, um, we got Owens and Ambrose for the Intercontinental title. No get. There's no stipulations. My thought. There should be. This is my thought on this. Is this would be a, if Ambrose wins this match, Roman's is going to lose Sheamus. If Ambrose loses this match, Roman's going to win yep. against Sheamus. I, yep. think, I, think I don't think they're right. going. I think one of them's going to get the belt, but not both of them. Yep. I, I normally disagree with you, but I think that you're right. I still think this one should be a stipulation. I think those two can make be a any stipulation. Fight. Yeah, really, honestly. They they can do it. They both have that. Like, well, Roman proved fight. that 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 key, that Hell in the Cell match Roman had with Bray was good. Was it? It was entertaining. Well, no, I'm talking about the uh, I'm talking about Ambrose and Owens. Oh yeah, I'm those two. This about. match that match should be a street fight because both of those guys are the. I love the fight. I'll fight anywhere, guys. So they should just let them do a street fight. When's the last time they did a street fight? Like a uh, Ambrose did a street fight against yeah uh, Chicago. Right? And yeah, they ended up driving away for most of the match. Oh, yeah. And they came back. That. It was the dumbest. It was just a poorly. It was, they it was, can do street the fights good, was and funny, then they can do them bad, and that was Poorly executed. One. Yeah. All right, and then we got the main event. We got Sheamus versus Reigns. And you know what? I totally. You sounded so depressed when I you totally, said that. I totally skipped <laughs> it because I don't think it matters, but there, the, there's that's also the Ryback versus Rusev. That's the main event. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, yeah and it's that's a TLC a, match. That's just another, like. I like Rusev. I still like him, but. Ryback's just no one cares about Ryback, but no. they want him. But Ryback's convinced he's the next Cena, and they're trying to kind of give him a shot because no. because the fans like his one chant. If if you give the fans, didn't he die? Of, how did they bring him back? I don't even I don't even remember how that happened. Like he died. Like Ryback, they, they, he was gone. He was. Like, he read that book, and now he's like over. Yeah, he did. Is that he, when he got back over? Like, got, I, yeah. oh my god, he got cut from well, during the, the Nexus days, and he was gone for like. Six, seven months. Well, I'm still baffled a, on how he, he read. He read over. a book. He had a dream board. He focused on his dream. He worked hard. They brought him back in NXT. That's when he kind of redeveloped this. Big no, but band. even when he was like the Goldberg and he was big and he was and then he then he and no one fell cared. off the map and now yeah. he's over again. It's and like, he read when that, did that book. He read that book and uh, then everyone was like, "Oh, he's great." Well, he came up that uh, chance. What do you mean he that, read that book? What do you? What the mean? secret. The secrets to like. And he's like, dream. "I'm gonna become the new John Cena. I'm, I know I'm gonna be the new yeah. John Cena." And every, I'm like, "We're out of time now." So real quick, what's the uh, the main event? Main event. Yeah, Reigns. Reigns. Uh, Sheamus is the main event. The question is: Will this be, will this be a legit match, or is this going to turn into the Roman Rage faction versus the League of Nations, which they um, call themselves the Family? I think <laughs> call themselves the Family because that's basically what they're going for. I don't think I don't I don't know if we'll get anything from the League of Nations tonight. Maybe for the Alberto match. I don't think that the League of Nations is going to come out for the Sheamus. They need match. a surprise. Something weird's going to happen. I think I, I, I have to predict what. Well, if the pay per view looks like it's going to end a half hour early, like last one, something's going to happen. Right. Well, so, so <laughs> I think the best way to do this is to have 
Sheamus dropped the belt, and then Lesnar comes back and interferes with Roman and says, I'm ready for my rematch. You know, I want my title match back for, my, for losing the belt. And then you have, going to the next pay-per-view, you have a triple threat match. You have Lesnar versus Sheamus versus Roman. Could happen. So, so, so real quick, um, injury predictions. I'm saying four. <laughs> no. I'm Zero. saying Zero? I'm saying everyone who's a host of this show because Corey's giving us the stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> so I can care uh, less about Corey's stink eye. <laughs> he's just a big heel. Real quick, though, I just want to thank uh, Bob for being on. Yeah, we appreciate. Always a pleasure. The uh, always good to have an XICW preference here. <laughs> so well, Bob's Bob's probably I mean a bigger wrestler. Even I mean he has more though he's forgotten more things about wrestling than we than we ever knew. So but see, no, you guys could, you guys can talk about the women's stuff, and I'll like I don't know well, what I, you're talking I about. That, I was <laughs> say I knew I've heard that you're not the biggest fan of that, and I was like, oh yeah, Bob didn't say anything when we were talking. No, about no. <laughs> we were talking Greek. Yeah. So yeah, oh, so this has been episode thirteen of the Top Rope Review. Follow us on Twitter, Top Rope Review, and uh, follow us on and fen- uh, like us on Facebook, uh, facebookcom slash Top Rope Review. Awesome. Yeah, we'll see you next week. See you. Bye. This is a previously recorded episode.